Today with Amazon Business, Shannon Stuckey of Walburn Woodworking helped her team buy 63 circular saws. Okay, Andy, take it easy. Now she uses her time to focus on growing something big. Buy smarter, dream bigger. Visit Amazon Business, your partner for smart business buying. Good morning, everybody. Welcome to Three Essential Questions. I am Pam Myers with Pam Myers Social Media. And my lovely co-host is the fabulous Erica Yoakum with Virtual Personal Assistance. Um, we, um, as most of you know, we do this every single Thursday morning. We've been, we're back from a break um, during the month of July and we revised our questions just slightly to be more um, current with the times. And we wanna welcome our guest today who is Brian Spence. Brian is the president of Lapdog Rescue New Mexico. Welcome, Brian, glad to have you here this morning. Thank you, thank you for inviting me, I appreciate it. So the first question um, is what have you learned about yourself during this whole pandemic period? Well, you know, I, I, I live, uh, kind of out in the country. So I, I'm, as far as uh, the social stuff is concerned, it didn't, wasn't really a change to me. <laughs> I, I like, I don't particularly care for this, you know, the city and crowds. I, I like living out in the East mountains with mm -hmm. my dogs. And um, uh, it, it, again, hasn't changed my life that much. Of course, uh, you know, I go, mm -hmm. I go into Albuquerque often and I do wear a mask and I did get vaccinated and all that good stuff because uh, the people that I deal with, uh, my mom and, and, and older people, um, I just wanted to make sure that I would not uh, bring something to them. Um, right. So just mm -hmm. to, to be a good person. Um, but, uh, you know, again, uh, my life, to be honest, didn't change that much uh, other than the fact that I didn't allow my mom to do any shopping. I went and did everything. I wanted her to stay home. And, mm -hmm. um, but other than that, I, I'm perfectly happy being at home and, uh, and doing my thing. Mm -hmm. I, I did spend a lot of time on my property, cleaning the trees and, the, uh, my part, my place looks like a park. Uh, it's so clean and the, and the trees <laughs> and the air crammed and I built brand new fences. So, uh, wow. you know, in a way it was good because then I got stuff done that I, I probably was putting off. So. There you go. Right. Gave me an excuse right. to stay home and do it. So, right. So, yeah. yeah. We've heard that a lot. And I, I, what I often say is that I learned that, I mean, I'm a, I'm an extrovert, but I don't need to be in physical proximity to anybody. I can just, you know, a conversation with folks revs me back up. That's my energy being an extrovert. I don't actually physically have to be there in person. And I've just recently, I went to lunch for the first time in a year and a half. Yeah. And with like people. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, face to face. Like yeah. a lot of people. We went to Sawmill and there was like a lot of people and no masks. And well, very few masks. And yeah. it was very interesting. It, it it is um it was um it, I go I go to the gym in Albuquerque, my gym in Albuquerque. And of course we had to wear a mask and, uh, you know, you go to the restaurants and or shopping or whatever you wear masks. So it was a little surreal when, when we were able to start doing stuff without a mask. And yeah. now I see people are masking up again. I'm not quite sure where, where we lie there. Um, you know, I respect people's personal decisions for their own safety to wear a mask or not wear a mask. Um, mm -hmm. But that's, 
you know, they're. I don't think I'll ever go grocery shopping without a mask again. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. From Walmart. Yeah. (laughs) Exactly. Yes, that was a ding. But, you know. Absolutely. (laughs) So, um, how did your business adapt? How did the Lapdog Rescue deal with all this? like we were discussing a little bit earlier, um, when the pandemic started, we were very concerned that the shelters were going to be overrun with dogs, animals in general, because of what was going on at the time. And then, of course, we found out that the exact opposite. Everybody was home. They all wanted dogs. We we could not keep dogs in our system. We used to, at one time, would run with, we would have 40 40 to 45 dogs in our system all the time, every month. And we would have to do adoption uh, events every month just to keep them adopted. Well, last year, uh, sometimes we would have one or two available dogs. And uh, we did, like I said, almost 500 adoptions last year. And so as far as for us, it was was a good year uh, for adoptions. Um, And it was again not what we expected mm-hmm. um but uh, do you want thankfully. to do you want to expand on a moment because i think it's a it's interesting and important for people to hear the cycle that you told us before we went live about how you know the cycle of adoptions and yeah yeah um normally you know there are certain times of the year that uh things get slow um, and again, it's at the end of the school year when people are going on vacations, uh, things slow down, um, at least adoption wise. However, the shelters tend to start filling up because there are those people who, for whatever reason, get an animal and decide they want to go on vacation and they can't make arrangements for that dog they, other than to dump it at the shelter. And so generally what happens is it slows down the shelters filled up towards the end of the summer when everybody's back to their normal lives um, they start doing adoptions again Um, that's just kind of always been the cycle year after year Um, again last year was totally an anomaly um, as far as adoptions it didn't slow down the entire year and um, thankfully we we have not had um, any well very very few maybe one or two returns um, since the, the, the economy and everything started opening it up again. And again, that's attributed to our fairly strict uh, policies that who we adopt to and, 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 uh, and go from there. Mm-hmm. So, Good. Yeah. yeah. Wow. Yeah. Um, what, what's the biggest, what's the biggest lesson that you've learned through all of this? Oops, sorry. Sorry. Sorry, and my phone's turned off. I, I mean, I thought I've turned off my phone, so so sorry. Ah, uh, technology. <laughs> so, lesson, biggest lesson. Yeah. As far as the pa- pandemic is concerned. Yeah. Uh, yes. Okay. Well, um, it, you know, it's kind of interesting. Um, you get to see what people, you know, the true nature of a lot of people and what they're about. Mm-hmm. And, um, you know, there are a lot of good people out there and um, you certainly see that in, in them. Um, again, uh, during the pandemic, 
you know, I spend a lot of time at the house, which is what I normally do. So it's not, not a big deal. I, um, it was, it was interesting from the standpoint that, uh, you know, I, I sp probably spent a lot more time on social media and, um, and you, it's unfortunate to see the country is so divided on a lot of things, but uh, I think it's, if people spent a little more time with each other, um, you know, they'd see we're all alike. We all have the same issues, the same problems. We're no different. You know, we have some different political views and we have some other whatever views, but in general, we're all alike. We're all, all trying to make our way in life. And uh, I think, uh, my personal belief is, is you, you get out of life, what you put into it mm -hmm. and, and call it karma, whatever you want. Um, I, I just try to get to be a positive person and as helpful as I can with everybody. And, um, that I definitely see that return to me. I think people appreciate that when I see a, somebody, if I see a stranger, I don't care. They are I say, hello, how are you doing? I think people really miss that. Um, yeah. Just being cordial and at least, you know, somebody cares to ask to see how are you, how are you doing today? Um, things of that nature. So maybe uh, as far as what I've learned, I, I think uh, people's personalities, sometimes things like this accentuate either the good or the bad. And um, um, again, I just, I try to put a pov positive vibe out there all the time. Um, I don't know, Pam, if you've ever been on my Facebook page, my face, Facebook yeah. page is dogs yep. music, and funny, <laughs> and funny stuff. And that's it. Yeah. And, and I have a lot of people who follow my page just simply because I post a lot of funny stuff out there. And then of course I talk about my foster dogs and I post a lot of pictures of my dogs. Um, I've learned, if anything, I've learned to market a lot better. Mm -hmm. I, 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 I do all of our marketing, you know, and it really helps. Uh, it's amazing how much it helps. So. Yeah. But uh, again, uh, you know, uh, it, my life hasn't changed that much. Whoops. Hopefully that'll Bad Wi-Fi, whether you have a pandemic yeah. or not. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> yeah exactly. There he, okay. there he is. You're back. <laughs> so I'm going to throw a fourth question in there, Ooh, uh, Brian. Sure. What's your biggest need for lap dog rescue right now? Our biggest need is is always our biggest need. It doesn't matter when and, and what day or what's going on is fosters. Uh, we need foster homes. Um, because we are foster based, uh, you know, we don't have a facility. It's not like we can bring dogs in and put them somewhere and wait, you know, for, for a home to open up. We have to have a home available for that dog. Mm -hmm. He'll come and, back. And, yeah. And that's really the major thing. Mm -hmm. I think the the um, the phrase "foster fail" would definitely apply for me. It, you're not if I if I tried because I've thought about that. I thought about fostering, and I just know, like some people I just know myself it. well enough. I would have forty two dogs. You know, yeah. I, it would be <laughs> bad. It's it's not for everybody, and we understand <laughs> that. Um, some people will will come in and foster for us one time, fall in love, adopt the dog, and never foster again. Um, <laughs> That'd be and, and uh, but, but you know we're not. Uh, we understand sometimes dogs come in and you fall in love with them, and and we're okay mm -hmm. with that. Now, if it happens three, you know, three or four times, then we have to talk about it. <laughs> um, but. <laughs> Um, you know, yeah. everybody asks me, I don't know how you, how can you adopt, you know, this dog? And I'm like, well, mm. 
they they need to have their own home, their own family. Some right. of them. I can't be everything to everybody, and so they need to have their own loving home. And that's right. you know that's why we do it. Right. So. It's like being any kind of a caregiver. You can't you can't take them all in and keep them all. You have no. to do what you can to facilitate and and address their needs, and then move on um, i have a friend who does it and she does and like she'll post oh here's my the latest litter of puppies that i'm raising and fostering and i think i would just be naming them they'd be all mine <laughs> yeah exactly like, go away <laughs> well you know it, it's kind of it's fun um i i especially enjoy puppies and uh, I, again i think you can ask anybody who knows me i love them and i and i take lots and lots of pictures of them and i ha i think i have very good success adopting them out and they come out and they're uh, they're well socialized and they're you know i have them pretty well trained already um i enjoy spending time with them and having fun with them but it's kind of like I'm glad it's kind of like seeing them go to their own home is, is, is the best thing. And that's what she says too. And she, she did have a foster fail with one. She's, you know, Cecil has a wonderful home now, but she, yeah. you know, these, these hordes of puppies go through her house and, and, but they all get adopted out and all of her people come back and say, you did such a great job. Exactly. These puppies are so, you know, this is the best dog. They're yep. well, well trained, you know, that type of stuff. And yeah. So I guess that's it. It really does take a very special person to be able to mm -hmm. prepare them to, like you said, go on to their own home and get their own people and, uh, and all I that. Love, yeah. I love the updates and I get a lot of pictures. And that's why people are, what did I say when I, when I, I, when you first came on here, I said, I'm looking at funny animal pictures. Yeah. That people love that stuff. So if your page is covered with that, that's why people are there. Cause they, we all need that lovely break during they, our day they, they they do and that's right. that is our single focus um, <laughs> we want we want people to come and, and adopt our kids our fur kids and um and, and so we can watch them grow you know we i've been at this long enough i actually get uh, of course we get repeat uh adopters but i uh, we have people who have adopted 15 years from us and they'll send me a note and say so and so has has passed and, you know, they're looking for another dog, but, you know, 15, 16 years later, they're looking for another dog. So I knew wow. they got, they got a good home, but um, mm -hmm. we have, wow. uh, and before, you know, I want to also mention too, um, that uh, we have amazing volunteers in this organization, amazing, um, you know, people who do our intakes, people who do our rescue IV software, our business person, our vets, we love our vets, they take very good care of us. And that, and, and if you mind, if I might mention this as well, um, our, uh, their, their, our poor vets have been overwhelmed, overwhelmed because all those dogs that were adopted, they, they're, they're just worked half to death, the techs, the vets, everything else. So God bless them. And, and um, I'm hoping that that will subside somewhat so they can take a breather as well. Because we can't we can't exist without our vets, um, right. you know. We've got seven that we use seven vets. That's yeah. how many dogs we bring in, um, so that we don't overwhelm any one vet with. Um, but yeah, amazing. all the needs that you have, yeah, yeah, they're, they're great. So, um, Brian, if folks want to reach out to you, what's the best way to do that? I mean, there's of course there's lapdogrescue.org. Yeah. But, um, what if they want to reach out and and ask about volunteering or 
donating um, what where what is that the best place to do it or the be, yeah the best place is either um through our website um you can message us directly through the website or you can uh e email us at lapdogrescue at lapdogrescue.org org or facebook our facebook page um we get a lot of uh, we do a lot of uh, direct communication on our facebook page social media is where it's at i'm telling you mm -hmm. yeah keep saying that <laughs> powerful it is it's a it very is. powerful tool yeah. Mm -hmm. yeah yeah very cool yeah well thank you so much for being a guest it's been a pleasure to speak with you this morning oh, brian thank you so very much i appreciate you having us on let us uh, tell you about our organization and um maybe we'll do this again some other time Wow. Yeah, so thank you for what you do. It's like I said, it's yeah. like special, very special people to be able to do what you do and, and do it year after year and 20, year 27. Stuff, good years, bad years, whatever you're, you're there and you're constant. And that's something that's so important for the, for the dogs. Yeah. This is my uh, 27th year of rescue. <laughs> yeah. I'd like to retire someday, but we'll see. What do you get when you retire? It's probably not a watch. Maybe like a water bowl, gold water bowl. Um, yeah, they'll you... give me a gold water bowl or a you know a golden bone or something. Who knows? There you go. <laughs> who knows? A you know, if they give me a, a, a Timex watch, I'd be happy to. So it's it's been it's well it's well worth it. It's a, it's a labor of love and passion for us. We're all dog crazy people, and um, we just want us we want to take them out of bad situations and put them in wonderful homes that's that is our reward that is our total reward so. yeah. thank yeah. you yeah thank yeah. you thank you brian okay all right well have a good rest of your day and um, thank you yeah people go go check it out go check them out and the, the website's cute and then they can find your page and see all the cute pictures great thank you very much appreciate <laughs> thank it you. All right. have a good day Mary redeemed a $50,000 cash prize playing Chumba Casino online. I was only playing for fun, so winning was a dream come true. Chumba Casino is America's favorite free online social casino. You, too, could have the chance to win life-changing cash prizes. Absolutely anybody could be like Mary. Be like Mary. Log on to ChumboCasino.com and play for free now. No purchase necessary. Void or prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. The voice of the preceding commercial was not the actual voice of the winner. Thank you.